Welcome back. Today in the garden, I'm really excited about these because they do offer some architectural interest. Oh, perfect. Oh, isn't it satisfying when you dig a hole? Exactly the right depth for what you need. Oh, I like this new hosepipe um, gun. I don't know what you call it. Maybe a hosepipe gun. It's got a trigger on it, definitely. And then you can adjust the nozzle. It's very pleasing. What's that one? Oh, yeah. Squirt. Full, full, full pelt. Um, I did buy the metal one. Before we get into the plant of the, mo of the moment, the plant du jour, um, I bought a metal one because other people in the household don't treat the plastic guns or hosepipe ends quite as nicely as I do. They tend to throw them around, cast them asunder, and they end up cracking. So I thought I'd get a metal one, more durable. A bit more expensive, but going to last longer. Do you know what, though? The design flaw is that it's blooming freezing. So when the hosepipe water's coming out, your hands are wrapped around this metal... It's really, it's very cold. Anyway, I'm here in the Corona Wildflower Meadow of Hope planting a new plant, a new friend for the garden. And it is called a cardoon. They're massive plants. They're brilliant. They're just these wild jumbo thistles, for want of a better description. So if you think of a big thistle when it's in full bloom, it's got a kind of long stalk in the middle and then a, a thistle head. This, guess what, grows to five foot tall and six foot wide. And as you know, got a bit of a big garden looking for some big feature items. And I thought, oh, the cardoon, that's gonna suit me. So I've got two of those and they've been in the greenhouse until now. It's mid-June and it's very balmy. So I'm just gonna put it into the ground. And because, oh, I need some crocs. Thank God there's loads in here. So it's going in the Corona Wildflower Meadow of Hope because the ground is particularly nasty and that's good for it. It needs a bit of, you know, dryness apparently. I was surprised it was available on the website, the Herbs website that I got it from and I've read about it and it is actually a herb because although it's a thistle, it's actually classically known as an artichoke thistle, which means the fruit in the middle is edible the leaves are edible you can tie them up and blanch them apparently in a pan of boiling water and then you hang them up for a month and then watch them go moldy and stuff and then you can solve your cholesterol problems and laxative issues apparently so it's a very good sort of edible plant you can also eat the the flower of it like you would and treat it like an artichoke I don't know if we'll get onto that. You know, I'm, I'm wary of a nasturtium petal, to be honest, in a salad. So I don't think I'll be trying artichoke off the top of this. But anyway, we'll see. I believe it flowers sort of autumn time. So I'll give it a good run at getting, right, get rid of that, getting established in the ground here. Oh, perfect. Oh, isn't it satisfying when you dig a hole exactly the right depth for what you need oh, do you know what i've just found a tiny bit of crock um from past times it's come out of the ground like an old-fashioned pattern 
Oh, I used to love that as a kid. I used to think I was an, um, I was going to say architect, but actually archaeologist. I used to think I was an archaeologist when I found stuff in the ground, in the garden. Very exciting. I spent a lot of my time as a child digging in the garden and I still like it now. I think it's lovely doing that. I'm a bit bitten by mosquitoes. It's been really good weather here recently in June. Flaming June. It's been lovely. Finally, being able to go out without a coat on, pop out into the garden with some flip-flops on or um, even bare feet. Oh, I think I'm getting bitten. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, do you know you can put saddles on our mosquitoes? We live quite near some ponds. And beyond the pond is the Manchester Ship Canal. And lots of stagnant pool water is around. So we tend to get quite a lot of mosquitoes. It's going to be lovely. Um, it's funny though to think I'm kind of squatting down in the wildflower meadow with the tall daisy-like flowers around me and the grasses. The poppies are going to come out a bit later on and everything's gearing up for a big blooming show and this was a bit of grass this time just over a year ago um, when obviously the pandemic first came about and we needed something to do that wasn't just running around screaming and being worried in that first few weeks of panic when we were in lockdown so we dug up this but dug up the turf and put down the wildflower seeds with expectation that it would take a couple of years to sort out to be honest the meadow not the coronavirus because apparently wildflower seeds take a couple of years to establish but they did a good run the first year and this year looking brilliant but I'm really excited about these because they do offer some architectural interest in the garden and in the wildflower meadow, that's beautiful. We've got all these lovely daisy type things coming up. Whites and reds and little yellows everywhere. The bees, bumblebees and the butterflies are loving it. But I want a bit of, bit of a wow in the middle. So that's the cardoon in the ground. I have noticed though a worrying number of slug and snail issues around it. Next to the cardoon a couple of sunflowers I put in thinking oh that'll look nice later on in the summer they're being shredded by slugs and snails and it's like I've brought out some sort of lunch platter for the slugs and snails I'm going here you go eat eat these sunflowers so I'm going to put on the cardoon and the sunflowers around the base some of this new uh, feed and fortify feed and fortify it sounds like a police badge doesn't it protect and serve feed and fortify and it's, uh, it helps the plant grow strongly, but also it forms a barrier on the soil around the plant to stop the little pests getting on it. And it's, you know, it's organic. And it's sent to us by these lovely people at Envy who are sponsors of the podcast. So going to give this a whirl. It looks like paprika. I'm going to put that down. It's like I'm seasoning the lunch. There we go, and then round the cardoon. And you're meant to do this, replace it every 10 to 14 days after it's broken down. So I'll do that, I'll keep an eye on it. But yeah, it'd be nice to see the cardoons flourishing rather than, again, being shredded by slugs and snails. But hey, that's the lot of the gardener in the summer, isn't it? And it's just lovely. So nice and warm. Everything's coming out, springing out. We've got lupins and gladioli got cosmos in the ground the kishiana ready to go again and it's just lovely 